Hello students, uh, today I'll again talk about the women characters in Shadow Lines. Now, uh, women characters in Shadow Lines actually become the very essence of male characters in the novel. You know, they are like the phoenix birds, you know, which sprout wings, you know. So, they become from an dependable to an independent life, they are the symbol of that. And they actually fight against all the, uh, you know, elements in the life which is meant for women only. That is subjugation, widowhood, loneliness, injustice. These are all the states which are exclusively for women. But they fight against. Uh, Shadow Lines character, women characters fight against these. So they do play a vital role in deciding the move of other characters. So Ghosh's women characters, they do not only, not only influence men, but they also somehow design the men's destiny. You know, they somehow are the creators of men's destinies. So they are not only revolutionaries, but they are also regenerators of life in the real sense. In the literal sense, so they are because they give birth to, uh, you know, uh, they give birth to a boy. But it's like they are also regenerators of life. So in symbolic senses also. So in the novel, uh, Amitabh Ghosh is actually looking at women from different views, different perspectives. And he tries to fit these women to this framework of liberty and freedom, which the society denies women from ancient times also. So Shadow Lines, it is, it is an attempt to showcase the importance of women who actually occupy central position in the lives of every male character in the novel. So, you know, uh, the narrator or uh, Amitabh Ghosh has actually highlighted the importance and role of women in a culture or in a country. Uh, this argument is definitely going against those uh, uh, feminist critics who do not believe Amitabh Ghosh to be, uh, you can say, uh, bringing out women's concerns and all that. So it's not that. So Amitabh Ghosh, is, uh, through his women characters, he raises a voice against the mute suppression imposed by their family and male counterparts of the society. So discourse of feminism is there. It's a subtle discourse on feminism which is there in the novel. And the narrator is definitely influenced by women at one particular point in his life. So we all know the unnamed narrator. And his uh, life is also revolving around grandmother Ela and May. So women are there all the time, although he is more obsessed about a man. Uh, his grandmother Tamma occupies a dominant position throughout his life. Ela was his, you know, love. Uh, we cannot call Ela his first love, although it was a crush. But Tridev is his first love, but still Ela is his love. And May his future, or may, might be his future. So Ghosh shows women characters as... Uh, somehow embodiments of courage, compassion and who are contributing to the society, who are trying to um, emancipate the society. So, uh, although the overarching theme of the novel is uh, interrogation of the borders which divide humanity, which instills feeling of hatred, you know, the shadow lines. And, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, characters like Thamma, how they are viewed in the novel is what we have to see. Now, Thamma, who is a grandmother, she is a strict disciplinarian. She is a brave woman. And, uh, you know, she became a widow at young age of 32. So, but she was ambitious and she wanted to raise her son. So, at the age of 32, for the sake of her 10-year-old son, she resolved to venture into the life, to explore the life. 
शी इज वन ऑफ द विक्टम्स ऑफ पार्टीशन हु इज फोर्स टू लीव ढाका हर प्लेस ऑफ बर्थ टू कैलकाटा विच लेटर बिकेम हर होम सो यू नो शी हैड्स एंड लीड्स हर फैमिली हर सन डॉटर इन लॉ ग्रैंड सन अंडर हर स्ट्रिक्ट डिसिप्लिनरी रूल्स एंड फॉर थम्मा टाइम इज लाइक अ टूथब्रश इट वेंट मोल्ड इफ इट वॉज इंड यूज्ड so uh, you know narrator was not at that point of time able to understand her concept but later on when she explained that it begins to stink so for thamma time is not to waste it's only for work so uh, and she wanted her grandson to understand the importance of time and that is why she never approved of tridev for because for her tridev wasted all his time so thamma is some representation she represents idle women you know Uh, which king solomon in his book of proverbs although she represents the stereotypical women which uh, uh, you know which the theorists have always endorsed uh, you know that wife of a noble character watches over the affair of her household doesn't eat the bread of idleness so all these lines like this shows that so thamma she stressed she's shrewd in her judgment so you know and she is so quick to realize what people are thinking you know she has understood that the narrator has a crush on ila so she says why have you let that vote trap you because she thinks that ila is a prostitute i know it's she who has sent you into the arms of those wolves you go to delhi do you think i don't know did you think i would allow it so she knows it all and narrator says that i could not believe that this withered wasted palace woman was the same person i had so much loved and feared so you know she can actually guess how people are made of so she lives in a pitopirotinical world you know she doesn't want anything to uh, jeopardize that so you know that is why she writes to the principal of the college requesting him to expel narrator uh, for for his shameful act so she is very very virtuous you know all the prerequisites of a woman which we see and then uh, her world changes when she gets retired okay so when she was at uh, you know when she was in school she was completely devoted teacher and everything but uh, she still visits school for couple of hours but uh, you know she uh, but the moment she retires she become idle also and her time begins to stink you know and she doesn't know what should she do she gets bored it way got wasted and that is why she thinks of a mission to rescue her uncle from dhaka jetu mushai from dhaka so she represents old age in a women and how maturity and how they evolve with the age and everything and uh, so you know for her it's the only worthwhile thing to do to rescue jetu mushai but problem is that all her illusions are shattered when she reaches dhaka she understands that how alien that place had become to her and uh, so there's this feeling of insecurity and she also becomes victim of guilt because tridip dies and uh, so tragic death of tridip jethumoshai and khalil in the uh, right of you know 1964 it actually somehow it kills her spirit it kills her reality it kills her dream world everything so she fells prey to this irony of reality so thafathamma dhaka is uh, you know uh she believes dhaka is the same but dhaka doesn't remain the same and for her thamma new apartment or a promotion and all those things do not matter for her relations matter 
and somehow she loses the concept of life in principle in her old age you know the narrator says she hates nostalgia she has spent years telling me nostalgia is a weakness but the moment uh, she gets retired she starts thinking about the past so there are contradictions in thamma and the homecoming I mean uh, is thamma really able to come back to home you know and then she has this nationalistic feeling when she had given her necklace for the war and all that so but her nationalistic feelings vanish when she witnesses the death of her blood relatives in the street of dhaka all the friends who had turned foes so you know uh, that is why uh, narrator's father tells uh, narrator not to ask thamma about tridip's death you must not ask your thamma any questions about what happened she's already very upset would only get worse so thamma represents the silent victims you know who suffered the passive violence of war partition independence or those all those women who suffer you know the suffering element of the women then we get ila who is a modern woman who is a displaced woman woman who is a, who is obsessed with western ideas so she is willing to uh, lose herself in representation um, of western influences you know she falls into the category of people who fail to live their life she some of it is as if she has an image to maintain of a very bourgeois woman or of, of a, a woman of 21st century so she lives in this delusionary world and uh, she wants narrator to think big, big of her you know she showed pictures to the narrator and she would always pretend that rich guy in her class wants to be her uh, boyfriend and girls like bmw and all that so and ila is a victim of inferiority complex you know this racist feeling which was there in the western world indians were made to believe that she tries to create herself as a western girl but she can't so she doesn't understand where she stands uh she has got an opportunity to travel around the world you know to enjoy the rich cultural heritage but she just spends all her time smoking drinking flirting in the name of freedom and that's what amma says it's not freedom she wants uh she wants to be left alone to do what she pleases so somehow she lacks her roots ila lacks her roots ila lacks the gravity seriousness of life she's completely unpractical you know she also lives in her own imaginary world so uh, tridib and robi were wrong that they thought ila had imagination she has but she has restricted that imagination to the whims and fancies of her own mind she's self absorbed she is living in a delusionary world so she tries to shows off her western influence and that is what amma calls her war and you know when she wants to dance with the stranger in the grand hotel and when she tells the narrator that look why do you understand why i choose to live in london do you see because i want to be free free of you free of your bloody culture and all that so and thamma says ila has no right to live there she doesn't belong there in england thamma says that so somehow ila wears a mask and she doesn't want to be exposed of the reality of displacement you know that she doesn't have any roots she is a displaced individual displaced indian and when she tries to copy the western uh, culture it proves to be ruinous a narrator asks her what happened did you creep back home in the still of the day find him in bed with another woman you know when he asks her about the boyfriend and all that you know so and he says your sins have finally come to roost 
so she ila has always pretended to be a carefree woman you know but still somehow she has not crossed the limits of the women you know her uh, her love for nick is strong so she can't leave him when the narrator tells her to leave him but she cannot leave him so somehow the essential women is still there you know no matter how much she tries to keep copy the western women so modern women how modern women are ila represents that how modern women are obsessed with western ideologies they're torn between who they are or who they think they are so they are always fighting against identity crisis and she has traveled to different countries but she has not taken the richness of those culture uh, cultures and countries and her character teaches the reality of life that how one if one tries to copy the western ideologies and how ruinous and unsatisfactory life they have ila will never be happy so post colonial female perspective is what we are looking at and then obviously uh, may she is philip's girlfriend contrast to ila lives in london earns her living by playing oboe in orchestra and works for relief agencies like amnesty oxfam and all that she lives a very disciplined and humble life so you know and there is this whole love affair between tridev and her and tridev was in love with her you know but she is very understanding and compassionate and uh, so uh, somehow she suffers you know she has to suffer insults from her own brother and she lives a life of spinster because she loved tridev but still she carries on with the guilt you know that year 1964 turns out to be very bad for grandmother or may and she blames herself for the death of tridip she is sensitive she is conscious of her actions and uh, somehow this guilt and this love they are intertwined in may's character so uh, very simple character very naive character very guileless character is what we are given in the character of may so amitabh ghosh doesn't misrepresent her so we do not feel any type of hatred for any women not for thamma for her uh, illusionary world not for ila who is completely displaced or not for me also who lives a life of uh, you know a bland life who lives a dull life so ghosh women they play an inevitable integral part of the novel you know so in the patriarchal society thamma proves to be victorious woman of leading an independent life Ila seeks refuge in the western culture to be free proves to be chaste and may is more righteous so somehow um, ghosh is not somehow misrepresenting women in that way maybe he is sub- he is confirming to the stereotypes of women that you know women should be loyal devoted self self sacrificing so uh, somehow and ghosh women are given the required liberty and freedom so they are given the dominant positions in the novel so somehow there is this maternal domination in the novel so he does glorify women he does portray the hardship which women go through in the novel so uh, this is one point of view which says that uh, how ghosh is not misrepresenting women he is not a sexist he is not a women hating writer and how he is giving due credit to or due uh, values to the women in the novel so this is only one view people so you read the notes and you listen to podcast in case of doubt ask me so till next time then take care bye